interior of Lauren's office, day. Lauren steps into his office and shuts the door behind him. He breathes deeply and collapses the chair at his mirrored vanity makeup table. He rests his elbow on vanity, rubbing his temples and moaning. Suddenly, his reflection in the mirror turns to look at him, concerned, and begins to speak. Ouch, ouch. Ooh, ouch. That's an adult-sized bangaroo. Hello? Lauren Groom. Oh, Mr. Smiles. Lauren Groom. Oh, come on. You can't ignore me forever. Oh, well, fine. Looks like you're going to have to slap a Band-Aid on that melon, draw a glint on that bewitching green mug, and go right back out there. On the count of nine, sunshine. One, two, three. Lorne glares at his reflection. The, sh- the show stops for no demon, Lorne. Four, five. Lorne winces. They're all waiting for you. Six, seven. They're counting on you. Eight, count up on nine. They're going to eat you up with a spoon because you're so scrumptious. Screams, shut up! Bashes the mirror with a wine bottle. Groans, stands, faces the door. Singing a slow bow. Don't, don't, don't leave me this way. I can't exist. I'll surely miss your ten... I don't know how this song goes. Tender kiss. So don't leave me this way. Oh, 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 oh. A very stressed Lauren walks out the door. Baby, Baby. my heart is love, and it's all for you. Yeah, uh, sorry, I did not know how that song went. No, I'm sorry for giving you so much singing. Well, no, no, no I. I should have looked over the script when you asked me if I was okay with singing because I thought it was just the, oh, baby. baby. I forgot that he sings. He sings the beginning. And I think if we had just listened to the song, I could have remembered the melody, mm-hmm. but I don't. I do not remember it at all. I honestly, before this episode, did I know that there was a beginning before it goes, baby. baby. I did not know. Actually, I thought maybe there were two separate songs. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's just singing a ballad and then he sings the... My heart is full of love and it's all for you. Yeah. So come I on and that do that, what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I love that song's playing throughout the episode. Yes. It's a great song. It's very Lorne. Yes. Because it's it's fun, but also really it's actually sad. Yeah. Which is kind of the Lorne thing. Mm-hmm. How does no one notice what's going on with Lorne? Everyone's too selfish. They've always put Lauren on the back burner. We Ugh. know this. They're not fair to him. They no. just use him. They're awful. Um, I also, like, I, I wrote, uh, we were just, it's funny, because we were just talking about being overextended and, like, uh-huh. losing your dang mind. And I wrote, Ryan and I can relate to Lauren. Ah, that's true. Because <laughs> a lot of times it is when you get overextended and you just feel like you're going to lose your goddamn well, mind. And there have been definitely times in the past, let's say, a couple, 18 months, Mm -hmm. but even more recently, I think, that if someone said there was a way to just, like, skip sleep, yeah, I probably would have done it. Yeah. Like, if someone's like, okay, we could just take your sleep out, Mm -hmm. and you'll you'll be fine, like, you don't need it. But, hello, you do. But I would get, like, if I got eight extra hours every day, yeah, holy fuck. I wish there was a way to not need it. But, yeah. Yeah. But you do. You need it so much. You do need it. Because otherwise, so much. Your subconscious becomes manifest and well i mean it can go really wrong yeah. but it can just go normal wrong like sometimes i think that i'm like falling apart mm-hmm. and then i get a good night's sleep and i'm like oh no i just really needed to be asleep for yeah. more than a few hours at a time yeah 
I totally agree. Where it's just like, yeah, like when I know it's like a silly thing when people say things will look better in the morning, but if you do get a full night's sleep, things do look better in the morning. They do. And it's weird how like you can go from like l- literally feel like you are feeling like you're going to just like explode. Yes. To like, oh, all right. Yeah, I can handle hand- this. Yeah, I can do this. I'll do one step and then I'll do another step and then I'll be moving forward. Mm hmm. Uh, but Lauren did not go about it this way. No, he, he well, we didn't know this till the end of the episode, but he had his sleep removed. He's mm-hmm. acting weird and no one is noticing, which is kind of sad. And like people are not supporting him. Like, no, he has this like and I, I get why he feels the way he does in that moment when he talks to Angel where he's like, this is the thing I do. And I think yeah. it's worth something. And I think I can help the team yep. if you would just let me and if you would just help me help you. Yep. Because they think what he does is stupid, basically. Like, they think it's frivolous. Right. Um, or they think that they're above it. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Yep. I think, like, it's weird because he keeps telling everybody that he's self-care, basically. Yeah. And he's like, you need to do this. But at the same time, he's not doing it himself. No, not at all. Um, so he has this Halloween party, which is the biggest event for Wolfram and Hart. Yes, it's a huge deal there. And we were talking last episode about how the fact that Angel loves to just kill people. Yeah, is, he's gone dark. Yeah. And the results of this are that nobody wants to come to this fucking party. No one wants to come to this party. They're all like, we don't like the management anymore. Yeah. And they're like, he's going to kill us there. Yeah. It's not our kind of place. We and, don't belong at Wolfram and Hart anymore. And Angel's like, what? Really? And it's like, yeah. What did you think was yeah, happening? Bro. He's I mean, killing people left and to right. To be fair, Angel would never have liked an old Wolfram and Hart Halloween party. No. Because what we hear about them is they are very evil. Super evil. Super they, evil. Like sacrificing animals and... And that's the thing that we were saying, like how we knew that Knox is like kind of morally... Yeah, hit. right. Because he is like, oh, it was really fun. Um, I Last year, they put all these cows in an effigy and lit it up with Sambuca. Yeah. And it's like, you, you're you evil. And Fred is not deterred. No. She's like, okay. But so, okay. Lauren... But that's, that's way down the line. That's down the line. First, we have Lauren uh, talk to himself in a mirror. Mm-hmm. And did you notice there was liquid Neutrogena on the table? <laughs> I did not. Like, that is not where liquid Neutrogena belongs. No, it's by you, a sink. It goes by a sink. Um, And not that I just, like, I like to tell stories of my life now on the show. No, do it. Um. But my mom used liquid Neutrogena. And for a while, my mom and brother shared a bathroom. I had a different bathroom. It was my bathroom. Mm, nice. Um, and I used different face wash. Uh, but my mom was, like, going through liquid Neutrogena, like, so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this was my brother was, like, early, like, the probably the beginning of pubescence. Like, Oh, gosh. Okay. So he wasn't, like, tall yet, but he was, like, starting. Um, and he were at dinner. And my mom mentions, like, it's, we're going through it really fast because it's not a cheap face no. wash. Like, yeah. at least for our family, like, we, yeah. we're drugstore people. Um, and my brother starts to tell how he uses it. And he's like, okay, so first I get in the shower and the very first thing while my face is dry, I put two pumps on. Okay. Then I rinse. Then I uh, wash my hair and then I do three more pumps. Then I rinse that. And he's telling a story. It ends up being 13. Teen pumps. What? <laughs> that he uses every shower of a face cleanser that honestly is a one pump. Yeah, no, you don't need for that a much. normal size face. Yeah. 
13 what's 13 he doing pups, that's what i'm saying and my mom and i are just looking at him and look at each other and we're like what are you talking about oh my god and it was one of those ones like my my parents didn't get divorced until like um i was in my brother was in middle school so like it was one of those things like poor stevie like you need like a man to teach you how to shower. I think like I don't know. You're like teaching yourself. Why is You're there trouble? So much focus on the face. I don't know. Like, I think so it was pimples. I think that's probably yeah. what it was. It's like he and he he didn't have horrible acne, but I think it was probably like he didn't want pimples. So he was like, you got to wash your face seven times and use a bunch of pumps each time. But like Aww. my mom was like, oh yeah, no that you're using two weeks worth, yeah, of face wash every time you're in the wash. That's so funny. And so every time I see Liquid Neutrogena, I remember Stevie, like, and he's telling us, like, it's normal. Like, oh, this is what I do. Uh-huh. Like, oh, no, bro. That's, That's fucking so, weird. That is so much soap. It's so much soap. And like I said, I mean, again, it, now that you said, like, what, it must have been pimples. It must have been he got pimples and he was, like, worried about it. That's, but and that's liquid neutrogena is not even the best thing for pimples. No. But that's, when you're when you're young like that, though, you also don't realize that, like, over drying your face too will make yep. it worse no you i don't rem- believe in moisturizer no and you should because like i remember being like ew moisturizer no like i need my face to be like squeaky clean <laughs> yeah. give me that stridex pad yeah and not the soft side no the so scrubby rub side it. i'm gonna rub it real hard yeah and like i'm gonna just let it dry and not put any oh no so bad so bad and it's like Oh no, like you should be just like you should be using a gentle cleanser, yep. a toner, and a moisturizer. Uh-huh. And I also did not understand what toner was. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. why? I don't get it. I'm not going to use it. <laughs> so then, but seriously, like skincare, uh, let's take a skincare minute. Yes, please. Um, I've been so, dying to do this. How did this take us so long? <laughs> I know. So I like was having like just a super annoying like adult pattern, like cystic acne. Oh no. And I was like, what is happening with this? Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that changed my whole skincare routine was introducing uh the Watkins um uh witch hazel. Oh yeah. As a toner. Mm-hmm. And that changed everything. Yeah. I don't even know exactly what toner does, but it prepares your skin for moisturizer, I guess. Yes, it does a better job so that your, yeah, your skin's ready. It's like cleaner. For me, I was like afraid of moisturizer because I had pimples. Yeah. And then later, I have no idea why. Because like I stopped having pimples at a certain point. I've been fairly lucky with adult acne. Yeah. But like, yeah, moisturizer is like a good thing for you. Yeah. No, it is. It's like good. Do it. Yeah. Seriously, just like a light, like... Try to get some with SPF if you can. Yes, definitely. Um, but like seriously. But if you can't like, I, or I think the day one has SPF, but the CeraVe mm-hmm. is a great like basic, mm-hmm. like it'll go on. It's light. You won't feel greasy. Mm-hmm. And then you can graduate to something heavier if you want. But like, yeah, yeah. A gentle cleanser. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A Cetaphil is like at the grocery store or mm-hmm. the drugstore. What do you use? I use um for my moisturizer, I use mm-hmm. Aveeno. Just whatever the regular moisturizer okay. is. Um, and it has, I think, 15 okay. in it. So, and that runs like, if you have a coupon, it's like mm-hmm. $8. Yeah, it's not that bad. So it, it can, and it's usually like 11 or 12 Yeah. Um, But yeah, I like seriously, like just drugstore stuff has worked great for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't over exfoliate. That is another thing. Well, the other thing, and this is something I don't know what, again, I haven't been looking up what teens should do because it's mm-hmm. been so it's been so long since I was a teen and mm-hmm. I have, I whatever. But 
I thought physical exfoliation was the key to everything. Mm. And now it's like, oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. That is a summertime thing or some of the time. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Because I- chemical exfoliation is the move. Yeah. Yeah. I I mistakenly, when I was younger, thought, oh, I'm going to physically exfoliate every day. Mm-hmm. And that actually can make you break out. Uh-huh. So if you're doing like a physical exfoliation, I'd say once a week. And also, even though it is smells really good and it feels good when you do it, that St. Ives apricot scrub mm-hmm. is not for your face. Even though it says it's for your face on the yeah, thing. Yeah, it can make you break out. It's not good for you. Yeah. And the and the little scrubbers are too big for your, too big for pores. Yeah. So you need a micro. Yeah. So you can use it on use it on your arm. I use it like on my chest. Use it on your chest. Use yeah. it if you've got KP or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like use it wherever you want to. It's a great scrub. It smells good. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. It is not made for your face. Yeah. It I mean uh, it's made for your face, but it is it's not like commodogenic. It like clogs yeah. your pores. It's not good for your pores. Um yeah. I actually okay, I got the Foreo. Yeah. Because um Jackie from Natch Butte mm-hmm. suggested it. It's like uh silic silicone like yeah. little scrubbies mm-hmm. and it um like it does like ultrasonic. Yeah. So using that like once a week with a non clay cleanser, yes. I found. Because if you use clay, it can, clay can dry your um, yeah. silicone and break it. Um so using that like once a week, that is like gentle. Mm-hmm. And you can use it with your regular soap, so you don't have to get a special. Yeah, I use my Clarisonic for physical yeah. exfoliation, um, but you don't have to invest. In- there, yeah, there's other things. I mean, Foreo is expensive too. It's like, yeah, there are other ways. But uh, you know what I would suggest actually is Laura Mercier, Laura Mercier or whatever the um, skin polish. If you want to oh, okay. do no, uh, like not using an not item, using a brush. Yeah, so you can just like use it with your hands. Yeah. Um. But for my regular face wash, what do I use for my regular mm-hmm. face wash? Oh, uh, Nature Republic. It's a Korean brand. Okay. Uh, Aloe Vera cleanser. It's a mm. soap free and it's $6. It's nice. cheap. You can get it on Amazon. Okay. And it really super cleans your face. Like your face is like super clean. Yeah. And ready for whatever serums. The or, shit you got to put on yeah, it. Yeah. The stuff you have to put on your face. Yeah. Um. I'm excited. I'm going to France and I have like a list of like drugstore products. Yeah. And one of them is they have like a vitamin A mm-hmm. thing that I'm really looking forward to. Nice. Like a vitamin A cream. Yeah. To do some chemical exfoliation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh I wish that I knew more about skincare when I was younger, but say lovey. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I know. Also, yeah. Also, micellar water is great yes. for makeup removal. I vote that over almost any other way you could do it yeah like oil-based makeup removers are not as effective no i i like micellar water i like this one that's called like dr jart it's pretty similar i think it is micellar water yeah not sure um i like that one um also the thing that the face mask that works great yes but it is intense and your face will be red for about 30 minutes after you do aztec healing clay aztec healing clay i'm afraid it's gonna clog my pipes so i haven't used it so i've used it Yes, it is scary because it is thick. Um, I've and when Ryan says clogger pipes, she means literally it's thick and it will. Oh maybe, no, I'm not talking about like not my her, nose, not her face, or my mouth, yeah, or my eyes. The sink, <laughs> it's gonna clog the sink or your tub not or wherever. My personal you pipes, the yeah, the plumbing. So I use it with the apple cider vinegar 
Uh, with the water. Okay. And it is intense. But so right after you use it, your face will be bright red. And you'll be like, oh, no. Something terrible has happened. Yeah. The redness goes away. Because mm-hmm. basically it like attracts the blood will come to your surface yeah. of your skin. And so it like it promotes regeneration. Mm-hmm. In two days, your skin will look amazing. So it's like a weekend thing. You okay. Do. You don't do it right before you get headshots. Don't do it. <laughs> do it like three days before you get headshots. Okay. Well, I have to I have to get some first, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's great. I suggest it. Okay. Thank you. Also I, to the listeners. Yeah, no. I, yeah. I didn't think you were just talking to me. <laughs> just you, Ryan. That was our skincare minute. I was like, I feel like we covered the big things. Yeah. If you have any skincare questions, ask us. We are not experts. No. But... We'll we can talk give about you anything. like anecdotal. Oh, you know what? Advice. Actually, if you have questions, you can ask us all. You can ask us anything um, uh-huh. at Hellmouthy on social media. Yeah, but um, at Kelly Nuji at Ramogi. But Reddit's skincare addiction. Yes, dope. Yes, they've it's got so anything you good. need, and they like warn against like fads that maybe are not great for your skin. Yes. Um, I have not fully gone into serums because I feel like they're so expensive that the cost benefit analysis hasn't. Yeah. I haven't teetered. Yeah, I've gotten some decently priced serums on Amazon. Yeah. But there's like an eye cream that I've had my eye on that's so expensive and it's like dermatologist only. Yeah. But I want it for those puffy bags, man. I know. Fighting fighting aging. You uh, look great. You could play Angel's love interest. Thank you. You could get naked with Angel on a gross couch. Ugh. What do we think about that scene? Is it funny? It's fine. I just don't like Eve. So I think that's like kind of the issue. Because also I'm like, what is her role then? Is her role just a joke as somebody that Angel fucks? I mean, I think her role is to be the voice of Wolfram and Hart. Yeah. Because Lila's not, because there's no person to be that voice. I wish it was Lila. I wish it was Lila too. Um, But I think, she, yeah, I think she's just there to be the voice of Wolfram and Hart. And so um, it's interesting how easily she was compromised. But, yeah. But yeah. But yeah, she and Angel have some sex. I do like that after they get interrupted and it's like the plan and he sends out the plan and then he's like, okay, and Eve and I are going to stay here and have sex yeah. again. That was funny. I also, you know what I, maybe, because maybe she wasn't compromised and maybe she just is so amoral. She's like, yeah, I'll fuck him. Yeah. But she couldn't stop. She couldn't get her hands off of him though. Yeah. So I feel like it was magical. And I think I'm, I've, I think I've watched enough people in my life trying to like walk while making out furiously mm-hmm. after like a smash cut. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I. I've, I don't need it. I don't need it ever again. I don't need it. There. Are, I mean, I could watch people walk and kiss. I'm not saying that I never <laughs> want to see that again, but I'm just like tired of like. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. And then boom, they're making out. Uh huh. Yeah, I agree. Give me a slow burn. I love a slow burn. This is like incendiary. I'm like, eh. It's too quick, too fast. It's too quick, too fast. You know what it is? It's a. It's just a drabble. Is that what that's called? It's a drabble that starts like mid scene. Yeah. Like, well, I didn't even get to build. Exactly. Slow burn. I want a slow burn. This is like, it's too fast. And it's like. uh, Yeah. And it's always clumsy. Yeah. And also because it happens so fast, we have no reason to be invested. You're not invested at all. Not at all. Like negative invested. I'm like, oh, I guess this is happening. Huh. Great. (laughs) And it also feels like these are actors doing this. It feels like actors. Because it doesn't seem. It's not genuine. They're not into it. They're not into it. Um. Okay. Angel, before that, though, he's watching hockey in his office. <laughs> is that an angel activity? I have no idea. I didn't even know he liked hockey. Yeah, it doesn't. It seems. I wish. I mean, it, maybe it was just like he's that bored. He's that not wanting to go to the party that he'll watch anything. And all that's on is hockey. Yeah. I've been there. 
Me too. I would, I'm literally like, I'm busy because I'm sorting my tax papers. <laughs> like literally anything. It's like you don't. Yeah. Or even like, like I've been in a hotel room where like the, there's no good television mm-hmm. and you're just like, I'm watching this. Yep. You're right. I could go out and do something, but I could just sit here and yeah. watch uh, women's pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Lauren is like, kind of going around to every person mm-hmm. and he's like trying to get them to care about this thing that's yes. his thing like he's forced to care about everybody else's thing all the time always and he's right that this is something that's important to mm-hmm. wolfram and hart and it takes gun saying this for him to convince everybody totally because people don't care about what lauren has to say well, um, and they're used to dismissing him and him just staying around yep yeah but he is doing something that's valuable for the firm. Well, and he has experience. They don't like he points that out. He's like, yeah. I used to run a haven where good guys and bad guys could be and coexist. And yes, there was like magic that made it so they weren't fighting. But it was also he provided that space. Like mm-hmm. he's good at this. Yeah, Um. exactly. So, oh, God, we're gonna have to talk about the uncorking guy. The slave Ew, boy. that little guy. It's so gross. It's so gross. And then it's like the the blood is like a weird color. It's blue. It's so gross. It's disgusting. How did you feel about that scene in Star Trek or Star Wars? Oh, the milking the Yeah. Didn't we talk about this that we hoped it was actually grosser? That it was white milk? Yeah, it would have been grosser if it was white milk. Yeah. I can't remember if we talked about it on this podcast. Oh, yeah. We talk a lot. Yeah, we do talk a lot. I agree that it. If you're going to go there, go full. Yeah. And make it white, nasty milk that he's, or like, you know, milk yeah. that's like kind of beigey. Mm-hmm. Make it that. Make if you're going to go there, make it that. But this just reminded me of that. And I was like, more milk. It's like, I, I don't, I didn't need it. It also like, I don't think I like slave boys as a trope. I think it gross. It really upsets me. Yeah. Because it, I mean, I don't like slave girls either. Yeah. I just there's don't. like a weird, there's like a. It's like infantilizing of Yeah, him like too. a sexualization, even if it's not on purpose. Yeah. Like, you know he uses that boy for whatever he wants. Yeah. And the fact, too, that that, because it's not even just, it's not like a consensual kink thing. No. Because he runs away. Yeah. He breaks he the chain. Well, I guess we see that because, well, but he'd get killed if he tried to break it around everybody else. Yeah. So he waited for a moment where everyone was distracted. So... There's this guy that's like the bad guy of bad guys. He's like the yes. Archduke of bad guys. Yes, with horns. And with everything. horns. And his house is like very minimalist. <laughs> it's just like him and these two guys and the slave boy. Yeah. Who's chained to him. Yeah, wears a leash. He wears a leash around his neck. And it's kind of like BDSM kind of look to it. It's got that vibe. Yeah. But again, it's like missing the mark like with Spanky. Yeah. Which is like you're using this kink as a joke but then it exemplifies something a little bit more sinister mm-hmm. so like what are you saying what are you saying and the show doesn't care the show doesn't care they, they're like it's funny so yeah they, i think that the fact that the show think it's funny it's like but it's it's not it's not funny so that's the guy that lauren is like he's not coming to the party and that's why yeah if you coming. get him to come to the party everyone else will fall in line so Angel goes, sits, slouches in his chair like a little baby, man, mm-hmm. and then is able to con- prostrate himself. Is that mm-hmm. how you say that word? Prostrate, yeah. He's doing that enough mm-hmm. 
that the guy says he'll come to the party. Yeah. So he's like, great. Uh, and Lorne and Angel leave. And then the guy is like, we're going to the party. And we're bringing special guests. And then they open this like closet full of weapons. Closet full of like weapons we've seen a thousand times before. A These were not times. scary. And like too early. Like they're not even. I was like, isn't it like five hours until the party? Why are they like getting ready yeah, right now? Yeah, and why are they like, ooh, weapons? It's like we've. Everyone has these weapons. What is special about these weapons? Everyone has those weapons. Every Everyone there knows those weapons are in there. So it's right. not even... It's more surprising if you didn't bring weapons with you. Like, you right. are clearly a person who brings weapons. To everyone knows. It's not like there's a metal detector at the door. Right, but then he was like, we had this cloaking thing so that people couldn't tell we brought weapons. And I was like, we didn't even see that people are being scanned by anything. Because, like, if they opened that door and there was, like, a scary guy with a bunch of weapons on him... Cool. Sure. Then it's like an additional plus one that we didn't know about. <laughs> We're bringing a special guest, and the special guest is murder. Yeah. But like, it was like special guest, some knives, yeah. some swords. Which, okay. They're like a thing that shoots little stuff. Yeah. Like little a dart, shooter. dart thing, poison dart. Poison darts. Okay. Which, like, all of this stuff looks like stuff that was in the old angel. Exactly. It's not, I wish that they had either, yeah, they should have gone bigger. Yeah. Or, or we were supposed to laugh at it, but I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we were supposed to be like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, poor Angel. Like, oh, he's going to be fine. Yeah. Especially because he doesn't want to go to the party. The party has started. No one is there. Only is, Harmony's dancing. <laughs> Harmony's alone on the dance floor. Yeah. Working it. And Spike is being mean to her. I'm so tired of Spike being mean to Harmony. He should have just danced with her. Yeah, he probably would have fun. He would. If he would just let go of his dumb... He's one of those boys, though. He is one of those boys. He has to look cool always. I don't dance type of boys. We've talked about I don't dance. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I don't dance. No approve. I mean, if you don't dance, live your life. Sure. But probably I think you're uptight. Yeah. Like, or no, we talked about I don't dance means I don't dance with you. Yeah. And that's my problem. And it's rude. It's rude. It's mean. It's mean to me. Yeah. Also, like, just have fun. God. Yeah. No one's going to say you have to dance well. Yeah. And no one's looking at you being like, look at that idiot. Especially only if you're standing over to the side, people are like, fuck that guy. Who is that? Why are they not having fun? Or what a drag this person is. I wish they weren't here. Yeah. They're, <laughs> They're really bringing the- down the room. Yeah. No one says that about the person in the middle who's having fun. Yeah. The person dancing, no one is looking at them and saying, this is person should go home. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I- I've had someone say that to me, but that's fine. Yeah. I was at a party. I- have I talked about it on this show? I don't know. Where these girls bullied me. As an adult, you were at a party? Mm-hmm. It was like when I was a lawyer and I was at this party uh, that my friend was throwing and mm-hmm. he invited this group of girls who just sat on the couch and glared at everybody the whole night. Yuck. And music was coming on and people were mm-hmm. dancing and I sure. was dancing. And they were like, hm, maybe you could get up and dance with her. And then the other girl was like, hm, I'm good. While I was like, right. You could hear that? Yeah. I was, because I was. Did you like kick out really hard and like kick them in the shins accidentally on purpose? No, I was just like, oh, come on. You don't want to dance? Get up. And then they were like, we're fine. Thanks. <laughs> And I was like, why did you come? Yeah. Why did you come to this party? I was was horrible. In college, I was at a party. And this was like a small house party. Like, I knew every person at this party. This was not like in any way like a wild, like whatever. And we were dancing. And it was like a small group of girls dancing. And just like whatever, like dancing and talking. And we were doing the bend and snap Mm -hmm. from... Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. And one of the girls who was with us was like doing it. And then her friend came over, grabbed her arm, pulled her to the side and was like, you do not do that. Like that is so inappropriate. There's guys here. Like, what are you trying to say? 
What? Yeah. And she was in shorts, I guess. But like, but so also let her live her life. What? It was Halloween. It, yeah. Again, it was a party where like, we knew every single person at that party. Like, yeah. it was not a, it wasn't like we were, she wasn't at Coyote Ugly doing this on the, you know what I mean? Like, she was yeah. not over her head. Yeah. And she was with us. I was like, are you worried that we're bad influences on your yeah, friend? She's worried doing about. a thing. She's doing, jealous. Doing like a, a dance move that it's not even like, I don't know. I guess it, you could take it sexually. Like, I'm like, what What do you do? But also like, just let your friend have fun. I hate when people want to tell you to stop having so much fun. Right. It's like, no, you're just, you're self-conscious because you're too yes. scared to have fun. I think that's what it is. So you want to make everybody this girl feel was self-conscious stupid. and uncomfortable with the way we were dancing. Yeah. But like, that's a... We've talked about this. That's, That's a, a you problem. problem. That's not an us problem. Yeah. But I remember that and just being like, what the fuck, girl? Ew. And it kind of like. It, it puts a damper on it. It puts a damper on it. It's like, okay. And you make people feel embarrassed. But we're just like dancing because we're just having like legit. Mm-hmm. Just having fun. Also. We were not trying to seduce anyone. We weren't trying to be slutty. Like. Yeah. Also, like, if you see people having fun and your thought is they should feel embarrassed yes it is not your job to go and make them feel embarrassed right because the only person thinking that is you Mm -hmm. not them if they're not embarrassed then let them be how they want to be yes well and there's times where like if somebody is sick if somebody is like someone's drinking too much like there's things where someone's in danger or putting other people in danger sure right but i don't think on a dance floor it's ever happening no no you're not in danger you're fine so, if you're at a party, be good vibes. Unlike, or turn your bad vibes into yourself and destroy yourself. Yeah, don't make don't drag put them on other, other people. people. Don't like show up like fucking Wes and Fred. Oh my god, horrible! They were the worst. They were so bad. If I would be so unhappy to be stuck talking to them at that party. Also, they, they were so negative. The way they were like, so, uh, Lauren. The party has started. Lauren encounters a couple people. He encounters yeah. Spike, who classically is like, "This party sucks," and he's yeah. like, "Just be more positive." Walks away. Then he goes up to Fred and Gun, or Fred and Wes, Wes, who are standing at the table and just like glaring at everybody. Yeah, they're just being grumpy. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, wallflowers!" And Fred is like insulted that he calls them wallflowers. But, but like, it's like, what do you think you are? You're not talking to anyone. Yeah, you're not dancing. You're not participating in this party at all yeah you're standing off to the side with someone you know really well yeah that's what a wallflower does so if i just i get it you know social anxiety is tough oh 100 you know I, I get it it can be debilitating and whatever sure but when that then turns into judgment about other people is the issue yeah and I just wanted to make that clear. That's like what we're saying. We're not saying you shouldn't feel weird at a party. Everybody feels weird at parties. Oh, 100%. It's, but it's the judgment of other people. Yeah. And it's, if your social anxiety is about how the world is having fun. Yeah. And you don't think it's okay for everyone else to have fun. I don't, I think you're mislabeling what's going on. Yeah. It's not social anxiety. It's you being a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've had that. I've sat on a couch at a party and not known what to do. Oh, yeah. But I didn't loudly talk shit on other people or make them feel shitty about what they were doing. Yeah. And sometimes if I'm at a party, I'll, I'll like watch people. I like to watch people at parties. So sometimes I'll like creep. I'm a creep. And I'll, and I'll just observe. But that's like me having fun. And I'm not thinking like, oh, look at those idiots over there being loud and having fun. It's like 
It, it's it all comes down to yucking someone else's yum. Yep. Which ain't cool. No judgments, y'all. Except for when we're telling you you're being a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, there's also yeah. I guess I I'm judgmental too, but I think that there's an element, and I think it's like dancing revelry. Like how you have a good time is how you have a good time. Yeah. And you know who's not having a good time? Wes and Fred. Yeah. Because, and but I think, I don't know if they would ever have a t- good time at this party. This party no. is not their scene. But when does Fred ever let loose and have fun? She likes like making science discoveries. Yeah. But, and she likes eating. Yeah. But she, we don't see her like let loose and have a good time. No, not really. And Wes, and Wes likes to have sex with dangerous women. That's yep. the only time we've seen him let loose. Because that's the only way he can now. Because he is so, like, well, guarded and yeah. annoying. Well, I mean, his throat was slit, slit and then that's his true. friend said, we are never speaking to you that's again. That's true. He was abandoned. He was abandoned by the his adopted family. His real, fam- his real family hated him and was horrible to him. Then later he got his throat yeah. slit. Oh, my God. How about that? Because I had forgotten that the prophecy comes true. Because remember you and I were talking mm-hmm. about um, the end of last season and why did he have to murder Connor? You could have just, like, cut him. You had to <gasps> murder him to make the prophecy come true. The father will kill, kill the, the son. son. Holy fucking shit. I think I, as soon as I remember, I was like, oh, I remember that now. But when that, and then when he mentioned, I was like, it, you did. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So let's step back. So Wes correctly identified a prophecy. He tried to protect a baby, Mm -hmm. got his throat slit, and then his adopted family or his like found family abandoned him. Mm -hmm. So since then, yeah, it's been hard for him to have good times. And, um, is it in this episode? Oh, it's the next episode that we learn that Angel's like disillusioned. Um, yes. I think that's when they bring up uh, yeah. what I'm talking about. But still, the father did kill the son. Yeah, that's crazy. And so Wes was not wrong. He was right. Yeah. He didn't know how it was going to happen. And yes, the idea that he should have told Angel first. Sure. Yeah. But he he was 100% just trying to protect Connor. He had the wrong information. That's all. Or he had the right information, but like interpreted it. Yeah, he, he did the best with what he had. He did the best what he had. And that was always true. And Fred dumped him. Angel dumped him. Everyone just dropped him like a bad habit. All of them don't remember that. I know. Which that's is crazy. I mean, that's probably better for Wes, right? Yes. Yes. So, all right. So maybe Wes could have fun that isn't having sex with bad women. So does he not know that his throat was slit? His throat was never slit. What? <laughs> does he not have a scar? <laughs> what? <laughs> then you know what? He doesn't deserve to be this, like, downer. Why is he such a grump? Well, he still has a shitty dad. He was always kind of a dad. So he has a shitty dad. He has a shitty dad. He's in love with a girl who doesn't pay attention to him. Okay. He also, he doesn't remember the details, but he had this affair with this other woman who died and he had to cut off her head. Why does he think he put that woman in a hole? Does he remember torturing that other woman? He doesn't even remember. He doesn't remember fishing Angel out of the osh. Wait, what? What does he remember? What happened in this series? <laughs> what really? Like, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Doyle died. That's it. Doyle died. Or Cordelia became a, a power of the bee, and then she came back and then got impregnated herself. But they don't know that. They don't remember. They, why do they think she's in a coma? Why do they think she's in a coma? I think they remember Jasmine. They just don't remember how. So Jasmine came. That's yeah. it. I don't know that they remember that Jasmine had a father named Connor. I would love to see a, like, this timeline facts that we know to be true. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I bet it's on the internet somewhere. I'm sure. Um, 
tweet at us. Yeah. Tell us where it is. Because I, I am a little bit confused about what exactly everybody what knows. He remembers. Um, but the father killed the son. The father did kill the son. Uh-huh. And he doesn't even know that he was right. He, uh, all of this. Oh, all my of God. This. Okay. So Wes is a, kind of a wet blanket. Yeah. And he's also very, very subtly. Because we've talked about, like, the shipping is not going super hard. The, like, romance with the Fred West relationship has been, they've been very light. No mm-hmm. gas. But in this, we start to see Wes is kind of like getting curious about Fred. Also, okay. I mean, later he gets explicitly curious. Yeah. And she gets dumb. Yeah. Drunk equals dumb, I think, with Fred. Yes. Because he's like, I want to make out with you. And she's like, I'm so glad we're friends who can talk to each other. Oh, my God. I know. And he's like, I have secrets. And she's like, let's tell secrets. And he's like, I just want, what does he say to her? Something that is like clearly not something you say to your friends. They're like holding each other. Yeah. And he, like, and he says it to her ear. ear. I've been wanting to do that a long time. Ew. I mean, not ew. If not you ew, like each other. That's the thing. If he, if she was on the same page, it would be, I mean, they would it would just be, drunk, be a step forward. But it would just be a step forward. But instead, she is clueless AF. And she's like, what do you think about is- Knox? It's like, whoa, hold whoa, on. Whoa, what? Whoa. <laughs> Who? <laughs> what? Foxy Knox? Foxy Noxy? Um, (laughs) That scene is like so uncomfortable. I hated that. It was so, I mean, I hated it in the way that I was like. You were supposed to. Yeah, I was like, I can't watch this. It was so embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. Um, Because he's being so genuine. And she is being, is she being dumb on purpose? I don't think so. She's that fucking dumb. She sees him that neutered i think that's sad it is considering they made out last season i know but maybe she doesn't remember that i don't know oh yeah did they i don't know but like i think she genuinely doesn't see him as a sexual being okay she's also kind of decent she's hanging out with gun in those suits and she's not acting surprised she's not into it he looks amazing like if i were if i had had sex with gun and then i'm seeing him in these suits i'm helping him with his lapel yeah, knock 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 hello Yes. I'm like, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I have a question for you. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if you were as uncomfortable as me during certain parts. So there was a part where Wes is carrying Fred away uh-huh. and he's holding her up so high yes! on her ribs, like right under her boobs. I, I was like, I, why? Why? why Don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Was, like I was, was like, grab good. around the waist. Why are you Maybe holding? Maybe her waist doesn't go in enough. So we couldn't so get a slide? handle yeah i it was weird seriously i would be more comfortable with him carrying her like around the hips than or over the shoulder something his hand was like creeping but i don't think he was trying to creep not on purpose it's because she's slipping she's slipping i hated that but it wasn't it wasn't a great visual no i was so scared i was was, scared that her dress was gonna get dislodged i know there was a lot happening there oh okay also eve's dress why didn't they put her in something cute it looks, she looks like she's like in a piece of um, uh, like stationary paper. Yes. And it's weird because like she has a figure. Yeah. Like they they like gave her a dress that like was cut for Cordelia. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would you give this woman who is a gorgeous woman? Yeah. A dress she can't fill out. Yeah. Just put her in a bandage dress. She'll look hot. Like, yeah. I don't understand what you're doing. I feel like in the early 2000s, we didn't understand that different looks look different on different body types. <laughs> like, we just thought, like, this is hot. This is not. This is what looks good. 
Like it was not. <laughs> yeah. We didn't understand. It's crazy. Cause like she, she looks like she could pop out of the top of it and not yeah. like in a sexy way. Like in no, a, it's like, it's not like, fitting. Right. It's not fitting. Like she could throw her arms up and then the top is just going to like, slip. yes. Nightmare. That's I why think, I don't wear bandeau dresses. Did it have spaghetti straps? I don't think so. I think it had maybe, straps, but they the top gaped the top out. Gaped. It's like if you're not if you're wearing a bra with cups that doesn't fit you. Yes, and it's just out. Yeah, it was too big. Too big. It fit her, I guess, everywhere else, but it did not fit her in the bus. And there's no reason that that girl, she's she, yeah, she'll she, great she, usually. Yeah, yeah. Just get her a dress that fits her. Yeah. Um, costumers from <laughs> Angel. Um, so yeah, so, um, the reason Wes and, uh, Fred are acting the way they are is because they were told to drink and get, loosen up, get drunk. Yeah, get drunk and loosen up. Um, then (laughs) there's a guy at the party who does a human being impression. Yeah. (laughs) He's really cute. He has like the skin of a human on. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. Yeah, it was really funny. I liked him. Um, that, I wish we could have had more of that at the party. Yeah, I mean, I know we, it's Angel. We have to have like fights and stuff, but I just want to see more of like conversations at this party. Me too. Um, and then Gunn was told to mark his territory, mm-hmm. so he is peeing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Eh. eh, I mean, it's kind of it's funny in the one scene where he starts peeing. <laughs> is it on Wes? Yeah, it's on Wes's shoes. Just starts peeing on Wes's shoes. That's funny to me. Yeah. Also, like I know the slave boy is generally gross but when he like touches that thing and he goes pee pee i was like ew <laughs> it was pretty funny i was no, like oh. there's some good like it's a f- this show is being funny this season 100 percent. oh when they find that slaughtered guy and the, the little slave boy says icky yeah <laughs> <laughs> um hey i got a real problem with one part of this episode tell me there is a whole line that says that martha stewart is wearing a swatch martha stewart yeah, martha would swatch. never no she wouldn't ever wear a swatch no, that's too like tacky and young. Yeah, it's young. It's cheap. Yeah. It's not classic. Mm-hmm. It's not. Re- it's insane to imply yeah. that Martha Stewart would wear a swatch. That is crazy. Just say watch. Just say watch. Why swatch? I wear swatches. Well, yeah, but we're we're cooler than Martha Stewart. I know. I once watched this video. Have you ever seen her April Fool's video? No. So it's this video, because I was trying to see, because have you ever seen a yo-yo quilt? No. Do you know what a fabric yo-yo looks like? No. Essentially, it's like you take a circle of fabric, and then you stitch it to make a little disc of fabric. Okay. And then you can, like, stitch them together. Oh, I know what They're like old, yeah, yeah. like, homesteaders used to make them. Yeah. They take, they're very tedious. Yeah. So, like, modern people don't make them very often. Um, And so I was looking for, like, directions to make them, and, like, because I've thought about maybe with, like, old stuff that I have, like, just making yo-yos and then that would be a way to upcycle stuff anyway so she was doing this whole and i didn't know it was naples fools i was just like yo-yo quilt with martha i was like okay and she's like okay so we're gonna make one inch circles i've cut out and it's like i did the math and she like gets out her calculator and she's like it's sixty-four thousand circles so i'm gonna work on them in the i'm gonna get up two hours early every morning and i'm gonna have three interns who spend 12 hours a day and that's gonna be their whole job they'll just make yo-yos and then we're gonna lay them out like this I still don't know it's a joke. I'm just like, yeah, this sounds <laughs> like what you would do. What they do. And she's like, yeah, so because we want a quince size. And she's like, oh, you know what? Let me figure this out. And she does more math. And then she's like, just kidding. That would be crazy. And I was like, 
<laughs> Martha. Hilarious. This is not that fu- like I believed all of this yeah. and not like I wasn't freaked out by it. Yeah. And then she's like, I got you guys. And then she's like, let me keep recording for the show. And she's like, actually, we're going to we're going to like cut some flowers. And then she takes a knife and cuts her hand. Why? Yeah, so she's bleeding everywhere. And she didn't tell her producer that this was the second part of the trick. So her oh producer's God. like flipping the fuck out. And she's oh my like, God. <laughs> Martha, what is your this? first part of your joke was bad. Your second part of your joke was mean. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, oh, Martha. Martha. She would never wear a swatch. She wouldn't. But No, she wouldn't. But I was also like, I don't know. I still want to know how to make a yo-yo well yeah <laughs> she didn't answer your question she didn't uh, i mean she showed me how to do the math i guess great she showed you how to use a calculator <laughs> <laughs> length times width equal area ah, mm. valuable um so this party is like it's starting to kind of amp up once yes. everybody starts doing the things that lauren makes them do yes including he told eve and angel to uh, get a room. Get a room. Deal with the sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Which is like, if there's no sexual tension, does that mean you don't have to do anything? When he said the sexual tension, you can cut it with a knife. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see any. I mean, once they are having sex and like have de- they're on sex mode, not like the scene where they come into the room, but the scene where they're naked on the couch, like we see them over the back of the couch. I feel like in that scene, there's, I don't know, is that sexual tension when two people just want to have sex with each other? No, that's just like, sexual tension implies that something's stopping them yeah there's nothing stopping them so i think that both actors are good at wanting to have sex with each other great in the scene that they have to do that in but prior to that scene there is no sexual attention nope beyond like he's good looking she's good looking but like everyone it's a television show everyone's good looking yeah i don't get it yeah there's no we could cut it with a knife i'm like what are you talking what are you talking have you ever seen sexual attention seriously because do they not have it in pilea Maybe because the thing is, if he had seen Spike with Fred, but not with a knife, it's just there. It's just there's, but it's like that is even subtle. Yeah, like I would say, no one is having knife cuttable sexual tension right now on this show. No, not even Fred and Wes. And Wes like is in love with Fred. Yeah, but there's no tension. Not really. Oh, it's so sad when he's like, I've been wanting to do this for so. And then she's like, Great. What do you think about Knox? And he's like. For what? <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh, um, so, but now the party's swinging. Yeah. And the baddies show up, but Angel's indisposed. Yeah, because he's having sex with yeah. Eve. Which is good for him. Which, fine. Um, and the baddies show up, and they're pretty much, they're just like, we brought weapons in case anybody tries anything. Yeah, which is so, fair. Th- I think that's fine. Um, and then... Something kills one of the guards in the bathroom. Yes. And it's like, what is that? That's not good. And the reason that Fred and Wes are off, like, by themselves is that they find... Basically, everybody kind of gets hip to, like, something weird is going on. Yes. And they figure out pretty quick that it's a Lorne thing. Yeah, because Lorne Lorne told told them to do things, and now all of a sudden this happened. Because... And it's Fred and Wes are the smartest, but they also are like, hey... (laughs) Because... Wes is like, you drank too much. And Fred's like, I didn't drink anything. How much did you drink? And Wes is like, a half of a third of this beer. Yeah, it's like a sip. Because you can see in the beer that it's not much. No. So they should not be that drunk. No. And then they they come across gun peeing. Guns peeing everywhere. And Spike is like, 
this is a great party. I know. I loved it. I loved it too. He's just like, man, I love this. And they're like, okay, something's weird. Something's very wrong. And then also, do you, okay, so was it the, the like power of their sexual tension and lust that turned that couch 180 degrees? Because otherwise, yeah. what is that? why is that couch facing the window? It's facing the window and we know that the TV is like to Over the left. Because like whoever sits in that couch? Nobody. I guess maybe stare him, out the window? He stares out the window because it's the necro-tinted glass and he never gets to look outside. You're, I'm you're reaching. reaching. I'm helping a lot. They should pay me. It should be 180 show. degrees the other way. Or it could be one of those couches that like they had it. Half the, and half. Yeah. Like the at the old place. The, mm-hmm. the Do you think someone still has that circle thing? It's cool. It's so cool. I would love to have that in my like great room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Ah, uh, well. <sighs> well, guess I'll have to have someone manufacture it for me. Dot, dot, dot. Just kidding. I wish I had the means. I was like, and I brought it here oh today. Oh my god! Well, okay, but it could how? Not, how it would not be in this house? It could not fit in this house. No. It couldn't fit in my house. It can't. It's too big. We have to make it in the home that it will live. Yeah, in Yeah, it's like it's in a very unwieldy shape too, like a big circle. It's like it's that's a hard. donut. Yeah, with a filling with a, with a top Poking. with a cone. It's a donut cone. You know what it is? It's like um, if you take an ice cream cone and you smash it on the ground. Yes, it's in, and the ice cream goes around the side. But then it floats up. Floats up. So maybe you put a donut over. Yeah. Or you do it do in people a... people serve that? <laughs> Have we invented something amazing? I think we invented something. Donuts and ice cream? I don't think I've ever heard of people, that. People uh, stuff donuts with ice cream sometimes. Fuckers. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to break it to you. No, um, it's fine. <laughs> um, but so they're all like, okay, we got to figure. They all realize, oh, my God. Gun's like, Lauren told me he got his sleep removed. And they're yep. like, well, in empath demons, that's not good. No. So they do some research and they find out that the subconscious then manifests and they can affect the world around them by telling people to do things. Yeah. So this is very similar to that episode where Willow is making things, something blue. Yeah. Um, In Buffy. Uh, so they're like, okay, we got to find the sleep and put it back in Lauren's head. Yep. So they get a trank gun. Fill it with sleep. Yeah. And they put it back in his head. Well, first they fight. Don't they fight? They fight the guy. Uh, yeah. So they're, they come down uh, and they're like, I wonder if it's manifested. And uh, this like. It's really gross. Gross, overinflated, like muscle guy. Yeah. Who is Lorne in a big suit. Uh-huh. Jumps down and is killing people. Yeah. Well, and he does. I think the first guy he kills is because the guy is wearing a suit that is made of a pylean. That's right. You're right. So, he, which is a, that is, while it isn't a direct threat to Lorne, it is pretty effed up. No, yeah, that's bad. And he's like stroking it and looking at Lorne. Like, he's being very gross. Yeah, he's being disgusting. So, yeah, it I, it makes sense that the subconscious would go after him. So then Angel, like, protects that Archduke guy. Yes. And he's like, run, I'll protect you and he fights the guy yeah but he's gonna lose mm-hmm. he's about to lose and fred and gun i keep calling him gun fred and Wes have the sleep and they're yep. coming up the stair or up the elevator and they've been waiting forever and it turns out he's never hit the butt call button for the elevator uh and then he they come out and um uh fred is reinserts the sleep into lauren's brain mm-hmm. and lauren falls immediately falls asleep yep and everything goes back to normal. Yeah, everything's fine. But Angel was about to be like dead. But he lived. He lived. Um, and then the party keeps going and it's fine. Knox yeah. shows up. 
Knox shows up and uh the the archduke guy is like i dig it i dig this violence i actually like it yeah this is my kind of party yeah. my kind of thing so it worked out well everything works out except for poor west because noxy shows up and he's like hey i'm a little late but you still want to hang out hated that <laughs> and then fred's like yeah i want to hang out i want to hang out in your boudoir <laughs> he's like yeah let's go to my boudoir i thought you were gonna say in my in your booty I was like, huh. I don't think that's Fred's thing. No, I don't think so. Either. I don't think Fred is into pegging. Maybe. Maybe. You know, everyone has their secrets. I would be shocked, though. I would be very surprised. <laughs> yeah. I think she would do it if her partner was like, asked her to do it. Yeah. Oh, I think she, I think she's, she's a trying to think like, yeah, a girl. Exactly. But I don't think it's like, I don't think she, yeah. I don't think she, the first thing she did when she got back from Pylea <laughs> was to like get herself a harness. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I don't think that's her first thing. Um, and then, and then what happens? I think everything just goes back, right? Um, yeah. And then there's a joke, and I can't remember what the setup is where Spike is just being positive, and everyone's like, "Oh, you're still under the thing," and he's like, "No, I'm just liking oh, it." It's um, <laughs> Gun as he's about to leave is like, "Hey, uh, don't sit in your chair, Angel." Oh, that's right. And Angel's like, "You peed in my chair," <laughs> and Spike's like, "Love it." love it live it gonna forget this never yeah yeah and then angel's like oh you're still under it and he's like no i love that he peed in your chair no this is one of the happiest moments of my life (laughs) and i'm dead um so then we come into this episode the cautionary tale of numero senko okay so this was written and directed by a white man Mm -hmm. which is kind of I actually stopped and looked it up because I was like, yeah. is this racist? I my that's one of my notes. Is this episode racist? Um and I think first of all, having a demon creature that's an indigenous person, mm-hmm. it's we saw this in the episode in Buffy okay. when they had a Native American yes. person be a demon that was killing white people right but this is the these guys are champions they're not demons they're like heroes oh i just meant that uh the the the, the thing that they're fighting the demon. yeah that i guess thing. but is it i don't know so I, that first thing came up and i was like hmm because i don't think it i think he's just a demon i think yeah, I think after they talked, like when he first showed up, I was like, uh-oh. And then yeah. after they did the research on him and we found out what his deal was. Although some of Wesley's research, too, I was like, this is a lot of like misconceptions about Aztec and Maya yeah. culture. Um, because he just, you know, he refers to them as like barbaric and things yeah. like that, which I'm like, I don't know. Like that's that seems to further like painting Aztecs and Mayans as barbaric when they were like a pretty advanced people Mm -hmm. is something that happens a lot in like white written history books so that already i was like like questions yeah and then we get the main guy we deal with in this episode which is numero cinco which is from los hermanos numeros which is a luchador tag team tag team of five brothers Mm -hmm. and they um were like the best like they were like superstars in the luchador well they were like great luchadors by day and then uh crime fighters or demon fighters by night yeah so they were both they were both famous for their on mat 
in the ring. Yeah. But also like outside of the ring, they were. Yeah. They fought bad guys. And so he's like, this was a thing too that I wasn't super crazy about. So Numero Cinco is talking to Angel about like, basically like what it means to be a hero. Yes. And he says to Angel, um, and then we had, what was it? The alien robot or what was that thing? Something, it was a big bad that they had yeah. dealt with. And he was talking about how like, you know, nobody cared about the uh, Latino or Chicano community. Um, so we had to protect ourselves. Yeah. Which I think is a, an important thing worth talking about. Sure. And then it's completely undercut with a joke where he's like, and then we fought this like big demon that had like, yeah. terrorized us. And Angel doesn't know what he's talking about. And he's like, ah, no one ever remembers our fights. Yeah. Which is a joke because it's it's played with like plucky music and he's just kind of like, ah, well, you know, no one ever remembers the good fights. And it's yeah. like, so the thing we're seeing as a joke is that like, ha ha, these white people don't even know, like these white people don't know about this demon. Isn't that funny? When instead it should be like, if you're going to start talking about how like Latino, the Latino community is ignored. It shouldn't be a joke. It should be like, we should pay attention to this. That's fucked up. Yeah. So I didn't like that part. I feel like for me, what you're like, I agree with what you're saying. And it's like, I think it's because this episode is treated so freaking goofy. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know that anything that happens in it is necessarily racist. Yeah. But the fact that all of it is treated as a joke, like all of it, all of even it. Angel's behavior, like everyone's behavior is goofy as hell mm-hmm. in this episode. Um, So it like makes light of all of it. So it and so like everyone's the butt of a joke. But if this is the only time you have any Latina people on your show, mm-hmm. then you're mocking you're mocking Mexican people. Right. Because the only time they get to show up is in a joke episode. Yes. Which that's a bigger flaw. And we've talked about this with all the weed and verse stuff like there's a distinct lack of diversity mm-hmm. um so yeah so i guess yes it is racist it is not the most racist thing we've seen in a on the show pro- no in a universe thing no. no no um i did like that the original him attacking angel was because he misunder misheard what was happening i did love that <laughs> like it is goofy and funny like mm-hmm. i just wish that it wasn't the only time we ever talked about yeah, mm-hmm. talked about Latino people on the show. Yeah, and another thing too it, that I wasn't crazy about was like, so yes, this is the only time that we talk about uh, Latinos and Chicanos. Another thing is that like, it seems to, I mean, everything in, in this episode is like, isn't this crazy? Isn't this silly? Yeah. And then it's like, and look at these luchado- uh, luchaderos. Isn't that crazy and silly? Yeah. And it's like, well, no, this is like a really important thing to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And which, but it's hard because it is an important thing, but there's a sense of humor in it. Inherent. In yeah. It. So it's like, yeah. And I think you're right. If it, maybe if it wasn't, maybe a, it wasn't a white person writing it. And to have our stand in an audience member be Angel, who, when he brings him to it, angels um, well when he brings it to him and then there's like little people running around mm. and like it's <sighs> yeah and it it just seems like it it read to me like 
the tale of like a guy in the 1800s who's just gone traveling and he's like telling his friends he's showing his friends yes. his curio cabinet and he's like can you believe that these barbarians do this when like i i don't you know what it is even though there's humor inherent in um like luchador mm-hmm. fighting you're not laughing at the sport itself right and so it kind of is like and it and I feel like it's a thing where it's like, yeah, it's like laughing at versus laughing with. Right. I mean, the scene, and it's like funny because it's to me, it's like the most notable scene. And I like it because it's so absurd is the scene of them after the fight, the all five brothers. Mm-hmm. And oh, and they're, they're all like, like working out and like one. Well, no, out. one is lifting weights. Yeah. Two are playing poker and drinking. One is talking to a dame. Yeah. And all the dames are like around the place looking hot. Yeah. And they're all wearing like suits and their masks. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's really funny. Yeah. And it was funny like like just like the style of it like when like they'd get a call and they'd be like there's trouble and then they'd all like like, look around. Oh that was fun. I wish that we hadn't cut back to Angel going you really all wore your masks? Yeah. It's like Angel how is that helping this episode? Yeah. Also like did he mention that to you while in the story? He had to I guess. He's, he might have said, oh, well, since we already had our masks on, we were almost ready to yeah. go. Yeah. But it was like, it's so much more funny if he just, these, just these guys mm-hmm. just, it would be like if Batman hung out in a suit, in like a Bruce Wayne suit with his Batman mask. Yeah. yeah. I would be very amused. That is funny. And <laughs> here's another race issue that I have with it too, right. which is the trope of, it's usually a trope of a mystical black person. But here it is the trope of this Latino dude who imparts wisdom onto Angel and then dies. And then dies. And really no one feels bad about it. Exactly. No one's mourning him. No one mourns him. Honestly, Angel uses it as an excuse for him to think about himself. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Which I didn't, the show didn't have, like, everyone was so on number five side it was so funny at the beginning yeah, when yeah. angel fought him and they're all like what well, i heard you hurt the male guy we yeah. all love the male guy yeah um and so i if the show had ended with like almost like a little sebastian style funeral for him mm-hmm. with everyone at wolfram and Hart just being like we yeah loved him yeah. yeah that's different but instead it's like yeah he dies just so that um just so that angel could have character development yeah it he his death serves as angel's growth yeah which isn't great and it's never good when that happens especially when that happens to a minority character yeah and when the rest of the show is so fucking white because mm-hmm. if we had diversity there then he would just be another character right but instead it's he's the only character that we've seen on this show that's latino yeah i think i think we may have had yeah. Aside from it's like been extras. a lot of seasons. That's why I'm like, I'm like, I can't say that with authority. Yeah. I mean, season five, I don't think we have. Yeah. But it's just like that. And then also with how we've seen how guns been dealt with in the past. Mm-hmm. It just kind of is like, man, this is a real white writer's room. Yeah. Is what I feel like. Certainly a white cast. Very white cast. What yeah. about when Wes said to gun, they increased your capability? Yikes. Yeah. That was effed up. That was effed up. That was in these two episodes, right? I think so. I think it was maybe last episode. It was either the last episode or the... It was either five or six. But that was... 
Yeah. 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 I was like, you're lucky he didn't punch you. I know. I mean, he punched him with words. Yep. But that was, it's like, Wes. He needs to check himself. Yeah. He's going to wreck himself. Mm -hmm. He's going to crash upon the beaches of being mean to gun. Yeah. And rude. And uh, not rude, but uh, pining after Fred, who's not interested. Yeah. I also, and we touched on this when we were talking about the previous episode, but so we, this is the episode where we get the father, we like the father will kill the son. Yes. Uh, basically, the rest of the team kind of discovers that Angel is like burned out on prophecies. Well, he kind of told Spike, I don't believe in it anymore. Yeah. So Spike spreading that around. Yeah. And uh, he, doesn't he feels disconnected mm-hmm. um which i think is a is a natural thing for him to feel and it's really like i this episode also serves to remind us that only angel knows about the father will kill the son yeah because he says that to to wes and wes and is wes like what blank face yeah. yeah so like he's super burned out on prophecies because he's gone through all this crazy shit whereas like everyone else is like i guess he's just burned out like they don't really get it Yes. Well, but they also have seen his change. He's acting different. Oh, yeah. He's like, he does. He doesn't more so than ever. He doesn't seem to get any joy out of it. Yeah. Because he doesn't usually get joy out of it. Um, And then, uh, then, yeah, he starts to, he learns all about the story of the five brothers and how the, four out of the five died and he survived. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he feels like guilty for not being a hero enough to have died. Which is interesting because I feel like that's Spike's journey. Yeah. Well, Spike at the beginning of this episode is talking to Fred and he's like, I'm not a champion. I know. Fred's like, okay, stop it. You are like, I like that she doesn't, while she is like empathetic to him, she's not falling for, she's not falling into his trap of like building him up. Yeah. She's like, come on. You know, you're a champion. Stop this. Like, yeah. What do you call it? You saved people. And he's like. Barely, I barely saved I just people. Stood there. I just stood there while while I while I sacrificed my life for all the people I love. Whatever, and it's like, okay, Spike, stop it. Also, like he remembers when Buffy was like, "This amulet's for a champion," and he's like, "Oh, never mind." And she's like, "So it's for you." Yeah, and the- then she's like, "I love you," and she's like, "Here's the thing," and like, "I believe in you," and yeah. all the stuff. I trust you more than anyone. Like, come on, bro. But that's the thing, because like Buffy totally buys into his act because she'll oh she'll like she'll be oh. like, "No, you're a champion." Like, in her way. Yeah. Whereas, uh, uh... Fred is like, what are you even doing? Yeah, she's like, listen, I get enough of this, like, champion <laughs> bullshit from Angel. And he's like, Angel doesn't even believe in champions. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I also loved that Angel was sad that his little uh, beef jerky heart, no one wanted to eat it. I know! And that was funny that his friends told him that, and then number Numero Cinco is also like, who would want to eat your beef jerky heart? I know. Like, all right, I guess it's a beef jerky heart, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he probably stopped and was like, that's nasty in there. I want in that. Yeah. No. Bye. Um, I want only if that electric girl will kiss him and his heart starts beating again. Yes. First in line. Fucking hate that. Yeah, I know. So gross. Um, so, yeah. So he, he, he at first is like, I don't feel like a champion. I don't believe right. in prophecies. And then I guess numero cinco shows him there's many ways to be a hero or something yes and he sees like that the way that numero cinco steps up and that he sees all four of them fighting together and it inspires him again um and so he goes to the magic book and says send shoot prophecy yeah 
I think he, yeah, I think he's reminded about what it means to be part of a team. Yes. And that like maybe being a hero isn't something you do alone. I don't know. Cause he's doing that, looking up that information. Yeah, by know, himself. It's, and it's just about him. It's all about him. Um, like he thinks it's about, or he wants it to be about him. He yeah. thought it was about him originally. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I am interested to see. I'm, I don't actually remember what ends up happening with Spike. Like, I don't know if he becomes fully. I don't know. I don't remember if he becomes fully corporal. You remember? Um, I think I remember. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't know how it happens. So I'm curious to see. What's next? What happens? Does he just get yeah. better at, like, wanting to touch things? Who knows? I have no idea. Ryan's doing eyebrows at me. So who knows what that means? It could mean anything. My eyebrows go crazy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, okay, do we have any other thoughts about these apps? I feel like these. No, again, yeah, I feel like we're good. Going, I really like season five. I love season five. I, I, yeah, I love season five. I am interested to see where this goes. I'm like excited about the show. I'm excited to keep watching it. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, God, last season was a fucking slog. It was a slog. Like, I dreaded watching the episodes, especially because Buffy was so good and Angel yeah. was so bad at that time. But now it's good. And it's I'm, good. I'm interested and invested in these characters. Mm-hmm. And it's time's going to run out. I think we're going to want more when it ends. I know. It's going to end in a really... Ugh, I just can't wait. Yeah. I and can't then we're going to dive right into Faith as a Prostitute. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> you committed, uh, Kelly. It's too late. You I can't know. get out of it we now. Have to do it. We have to do it. Um, yeah. Overall, I'm happy to be watching it. Good. I'm glad. Thumbs I'm up. happy to talk to you about it. I'm happy to talk to you about it. Um, if you want to uh, follow our show on social media, we're at Hellmouthy. I'm at Kelly Nugi, K E L L Y N U G E E. Ryan is at Armogi, R M O G G E. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. And um, if you like our show, I know it's nearing the end, but we still like your positive reviews. So you could leave us a kindly review on Apple Podcasts. That would really help us. Yeah. Or if you want to just chat with us on email, you can email us. Oh, yeah. You can always email us. We love getting emails. Um, Hellmouthy at gmail.com. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I couldn't remember if we if we got that hot Gmail. I think it's Hellmouthy at gmail.com. I don't think it's Hellmouthy pod. No. No. That'd be crazy. Be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's. That's the stuff. That's the stuff. Go be heroes. Oh, no, that's from Buffy. (laughs) Sanshu. Shanshu. Shanshu.